Life's too short. Life's too damn short. So eat everything. Try anything. Exercise. Experience all that life has to offer. Here's exercise physiologist, medical journalist, and healthy talk host, Melanie Cole, MS. About one in three adults get the CDC's recommended amount of exercise each week. That's only one in three. As most Americans are pressed for time, they're making a living, and they're sitting, which we know is the new smoking. But there's some encouraging news. A recent study from JAMA finds that the irregular exercise routine kept by weekend fitness enthusiasts might still reap health benefits similar to someone who has the more ideal daily exercise schedule. So we are going to be talking about this new study from JAMA, and my guest today is Dr. Ken Redcross. He's a concierge physician with Redcross Concierge, a personalized medical practice in New York City. Welcome to the show, Dr. Redcross. So we know that Thank the American... Thank you, Melanie. Thanks for having me today. Well, it's going to be fun because, we, I mean, we know that the American College of Sports Medicine recommends our 150 minutes a week. We know that you can break those up in 10-minute increments in the day. We know a lot of these right. kinds of different things. But if you were not to do it all week, and then you're somebody who tries to jam it all in on the weekend, jam it is, are they saying that this might be still just that beneficial? Well, absolutely. So that's why I'm so glad you brought up that JAMA article. So this is one of the first times we actually realized that a lot of things that I used to say in my office years ago, saying that you had to get 30 minutes each and every day, they're not right anymore. We know that now you can get the same mortality benefit in just two days a week, or as I love to say, a weekend fitness enthusiast. And that's huge because, Melanie, as you know, lots of reasons for people not actually exercising is because they're saying they do not have the time. But we all can figure out a way to get two days in a week to make sure we get the right amount of exercise. Well, absolutely. Okay. So nobody has the time, Dr. Red Cross. And what I always say is you don't have the time. I don't have the time, but you have to make the time like brushing your teeth. You know, you you, you get up, you brush your teeth. You have to take it take it as a right. That's exactly right. So, okay. So these weekend warriors, we also have generalized ideas that some of them that try and jam too much of it in in the weekends get injured more quickly. So where are we going to draw that line about that? The Osteopathic Association in particular, they said, you know what, this is great that we have this study out there, but we have not addressed the fact that injuries are increased. So it's important to talk about some of the exercise cram do's and don'ts so that we don't injure ourselves if we are going to squeeze our exercise into the weekends only. So do that for us. Exercise do's and don'ts for cramming in on the weekends. Yeah, one of the things you had mentioned before as far as stretching and warming up. So that's the no-brainer stuff. But the rookie mistake is not really focusing on cooling down. A lot of the research shows, and Melanie, I know you're familiar with this as well, but the research shows that it's actually better to also do a cool down and actually doing the same exercise that you were just doing. It increases blood flow than just kind of just slowing down and plopping on the ground at the end of your exercise. So you want to kind of come down slowly. The other thing that was interesting with this study, if everybody was cramming it in over a two-day period, you had to figure out a way to deal with the muscle aches because the muscle aches will impact your workouts the next day. Now, my practice is interesting in that I have a little bit more of a holistic approach. One of my first lines of defense, I always talk to patients about a homeopathic cream or gel, which is called Arnicare. Now, most people are already familiar with it, Melanie, but I love it because it's made from Arnica Montana, which is also called the Mountain Daisy. So how much more kind of wholesome can you get than that? And it helps for pain, swelling, and bruising. And more importantly, it doesn't have that menthol smell. And you'd be surprised 
how many of my patients are a little deterred by the fact um, of some of the other creams that they don't like the smell, but there's no excuse um, not to exercise when Arnicare is out there, for instance, and doesn't have the smell. But last but not least, as far as an important do, I always love talking to patients about thinking of food as medicine. So you want to eat restorative foods as well. So think about that. Okay, so it certainly is, you know, and who was it? Um... Aristocrates, no, who, who said that? Let medicine Hippocrates. be thy food. Yeah, that's right. Socrates, let medicine be thy food and food be thy medicine. So absolutely, you know, they go hand in hand for sure. And, and ACSM says exercise is medicine. You're an MD. So exercise is medicine. It, it helps us fight off so many of these other ills oh. that we're getting in so many ways. So what else do you have to tell us about that? It really does. So when I was talking about restorative foods, some things that we can do, some of the things that even I do post-workout, for instance, blueberries. Blueberries are very beneficial because they actually help to decrease muscle soreness. I also love boiled eggs because eggs have all of the essential amino acids that we need to make sure that we recover after exercising, especially, like I said, if you're cramming it in. We also have salmon. Now, I say salmon in particular, but honestly, we're just really talking about omega-3s. Omega-3s are hugely important here because they actually help to speed up muscle recovery and increase blood flow. So once again, these are some things that we can have in our cupboards that can make a difference. Now, those are some of the exercise cram do's, but what about the don'ts? One thing we want to make sure is that we're not planning back-to-back sessions. What I mean here, Melanie, is that you don't want to start on Saturday and have this super hard, intense workout and then try to do the exact same thing on Sunday. That'll absolutely increase your risk of injury. Just remember that Rome was not built in a day, so you want to make sure you're taking your time there. The other thing is you want to make sure not to obsess on one activity. That's one of the things we do. I had mentioned before, Melanie, off-air that I am a CrossFitter, and one of the things we like to do, we work out hard, but every so often we'll grab the jump rope. We'll work some different muscle groups as well to help avoid injuries. And last but not least, and this is probably the most important, let go of your ego. You want to make sure you leave that at the door and just know your limits. Don't necessarily try to say that my max weight is 110, so today I'm going to lift 210 because I'm feeling so good and I'm excited. You want to focus on what you can do and not necessarily on what you can't. That is absolutely great advice, Dr. Redcross. So now also, besides weight training, you know, some people just want to get out and walk. They want to get out and try running. They want to, you know, do some of these other things. But then right away they say, geez, I got shin splints now, and I'm not going to bother with that anymore. What do you tell them about these little nagging things that come up and possibly the shoes that they need to look at and, you know, kind of just getting rid of some of those little nagging pains? No, you're right. There's a lot of different things that we can do. You're right. Footwear is incredibly important. And please do not be deterred or turned off by the fact if you're saying, look, I'm not going to lift all these weights. That's okay. We're really talking about aerobic exercise. So maybe you are a swimmer. Maybe you like to row. There's so many ways that you can actually get the right amount of exercise. One of the things I love when we talk about this topic, Melanie, is when someone says, well, Doc, how old, you know, what age do you get to when you stop exercising? And I always come with the resounding, never you can exercise when you're, when you're eight years old all the way to your 98. It's important to keep moving. So walking is exercise. But the only caveat is that I want to make sure that when you're walking, you're unable to speak in full sentences. That's true exercise. Don't just say, you know, I move a lot on my job or at work. It's not the same. 
Well, it's not the same. You're right. And and I even tell my husband that, Dr. Red Cross, because he hangs wallpaper and paints for a living. He says, I get enough exercise going up and down on ladders all day. I'm like, that is not not the same as, as getting a formalized exercise or going out for a 45-minute walk or run. It's definitely not the same, and people do realize it. Now, what about these people that are sitting at their desks all day, and they're not yeah. getting it, and then they get up in the weekends, and they want to you know, again, kind of cram it all in. What do you tell them they can maybe do to try and get little bits during the day, during those weekdays? Yeah, you know what I ask them? One of the things I'm so excited about, and I'm sure you've probably seen it on the commercials now, Melanie, but now these have these standing workstations. So that way, a lot of us are not necessarily just sitting around all day. So even with that, you have to stand, you have to move around. But then the other thing is, while you've been relaxing all week and you've decided that this is the weekend where you really want to focus on your exercise, that is great. But once again, you want to start slowly. You don't have to do everything at once. You know, if you're, if you're trying to, to tackle an elephant, you can't eat the whole elephant. You have to go one piece at a time. And so that's what you want to kind of think about before you get out there and maybe risk injuring yourself. Absolutely. It's great advice. So wrap it up for us, Dr. Red Crescent. And, you know, as you're wrapping it up with your best advice about exercise and weekend warriors and avoiding the injuries that can come along with being a weekend warrior in the JAMA article, tell us what a concierge service is. Yeah, so absolutely. So this is the take home for everyone. So we all know the importance of exercise. I always love the joke, and this is true. Exercise keeps us on this earth longer. So we have to make sure that we do it. Now we have a study that gives us some information to say that we can figure out the time in just two days as opposed to five days a week. So figure out what kind of exercise makes you happy, which kind of exercise will keep you committed, and something that really is something that you feel should be a part of your life each and every day and have fun with the family and doing it. Now, me being a concierge physician is unique um, because I'm able to I make house calls, I Patients have access to my phone, my email, so we're always able to keep in touch. So I can always pick up the phone and tell the patient or ask the patient, are you exercising today? What are you doing? It's a different type of, of relationship. I say a doctor should feel like a member of your family. And so when a family member is calling you and telling you to get up and exercise, it's a little bit easier to actually happen. Yeah, that's so cool. What You know, it's kind of a wave of the future here, the concierge medicine, and something we're definitely seeing more and more. Thank you so much, Dr. Red Cross, for great information today and for being with us and all your great positive energy. We can just feel that through the radio. So thanks for being with us today. You're listening to Life's Too Short, and hey, so am I at four foot ten. But we're having some fun. We're giving you great information. And remember, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, rate and review. That way, all the like-minded people, we all get involved in these conversations together. You can listen to us on streaming iHeartRadio, on RadioMD.com is certainly where we prefer you listen to us, but you can see TuneIn, Stitcher, you know, we're all over the place. So thanks so much for listening. This is Melanie Cole. Stay well.